Welcome to part two of episode 15. So last we left our intrepid heroes, uh, I think uh, Ornella literally said, I'm going to find my father. So uh, walk us through this scene, Ornella, what happens? What are we doing? Uh, So it's very, uh, not the sun is not up yet. It is still very, very early. And um, uh, Aldridge has been sleeping um, in or near where they would have kept animals Mm -hmm. um, with like a little uh, tarp on the ground, like a rock as a pillow. Perfect. Um, And so I leave. He's sleeping quite loudly. Yeah. And his, he's still in like his same like old uniform, but it's mm-hmm. just all dirty and like shit stuff's ripped. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and so I walk away from the conversation that Orzak and Harbeck were having. Do you two follow or do you stay? Uh, yeah, I follow. Yeah. So they, they be following. They be following. Okay. Um, I march on ahead. I make I pay no attention to them following me, and I go. I uh, I like bust into this stables or whatever it would be. This little this little basically be like a hastily put together pen, just literally yeah. like rods in the ground, and there's no like barn or anything sure, like sure, that. Sure. Tarps yeah. over it or whatever. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, tarp town. Tarp. 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 And I, I go over to Aldrich and I and I uh, put a, a foot on either side of his stomach and I grab his neck. Uh, good morning. And I look, uh, and I see that Harbeck and and Orzak are on the, on. They're there, but they're on the outside of the pen, and I'm on the inside of the pen, and I kind of like drag Aldridge up by the, his neck and make him so he's like sitting now uh, get him <coughs> get him uh, I what am I what what am I I'm not sure I understand I think you understand quite well uh why am I suddenly the the, the center of all of this why was Harbeck having visions? Someone telling him that, that everything will be fine if he just kills me. Uh, um, we, 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 he was, I'm, say, run that by me again. Harbeck. I sacred flame a little of his face <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Oh. I wanted you to tell him about your vision, but I mean that works too. Oh, you gotta give me better signals than that. It's fine. Uh, what? He like wipes away, like you totally burned, like his eyebrows and his eyelashes yeah. are all missing, yeah. like his face is just red and puffy from being burned. Uh. What? What was the question? What am I? My my daughter. No, I am not. You and I may share the same last name, but I am no longer your daughter. Suddenly you find yourself with nothing to say. I could burn him again. No. (laughs) What were the dreams like? See, that's all you have to do is ask, and I'll tell you. The dreams were very real. I was there. I was in the castle, and the fleur de lis was replaced by the leaf and an eye. The eye of Gargatulov? Yeah. And, well, Ornella was queen, but things were different. Everything was all crabby and infected. And she, something different about her. Your mother had dreams before she passed. Are you aware of this? Only, only a little. 
she would tell me about them. She would wake in the middle of the night, screaming and crying, that there was a man there with her that looked like me, but he wasn't me. He wore my face like a mask. Oh my god. You're not serious. He... He terrified her. That's why she tried to leave. Tried? Ornella... What? What What else could you possibly have to tell me? I wanted to tell you this. Spit it out. <clears throat> Your mother, she had terrible nightmares. I tried comforting her. I tried doing whatever I could for her. I didn't understand them. I didn't have them myself. It just sounded... Well, you know what they sound like. It sounds crazy. Until it's you. She... She begged me for us to leave. To leave the capital, to go somewhere far away, to forsake our name, to forsake everything, and it... You have to understand that I just thought that... She just... She had a hard time carrying you, and so I just... I had the apothecary make something for her to help her not dream, to help suppress some of these nightmares that she would have. It only made her more paranoid. You drugged her. No, I... Listen, I... I didn't force this on her. I... And she would get increasingly more paranoid and one night... I woke up and she wasn't in bed. I had presumed that she went on a walk or something. She was, it was far along she had you. But one of the guards came in and said that there had been an accident. She had tried stealing one of the horses. She she managed to, and at this you see like his eyes start welling up with tears. But he, he closes his eyes and takes a quick pause. She's actually a remarkable shot. She stole a crossbow from the guardhouse, and she killed one of the guards when they tried to stop her. She, she tried to flee on horseback. They presumed that she was a horse thief, and they shot her. And she died. The... House mages, they couldn't save her, but they saved you. How? They were... She was very far along. They were able to... Well, deliver you. They had a wet nurse that took care of you. And uh, I just made sure that no one told you what would happen because I didn't want you to think that this was your fault did she have these dreams before me he shakes his head no it's not your fault this is something that is happening outside of all of this outside of us it's toyed and whatever he's doing is causing all of this sickness shut up when I look at Ornella have you read the remaining parts of your mother's journal? No. I've... I think you ought to. I've read bits and pieces. I, I, I've read her last entry. I... Start reading at... Section 18. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, section 18, okay. There should be some music or something playing right now. Some elevator music. Don't want to read out loud. Mm -hmm. Oh. <laughs> I was like, are, wait a minute. We are in an audio format. Um, do you want me to read just 18? You can read 18 and 19. I think they're relevant. Okay. Spring 6. He visited me again. This time he spoke to me. It felt so real. I can't describe why. I knew it wasn't just a dream. 
but I know when he spoke to me that he was real. The devil is real and he wants my baby. I told Aldrich that we should leave the city, but he laughed at me and said I was pregnant with imagination as well as a child. Spring 6. I decided I would write down what I saw in its entirety to prove that I'm not crazy and it's not in my head. I stood behind a woman. She was the same height as me, but her hair was long and dark brown, like my husband's. I couldn't remember his name. Hmm. This woman stood facing this creature. The creature's complexion was completely white, not like fair of skin, but like a wedding gown, or like milk from a cow. Bright, pure white. Its features were neither male nor female. It stood at her height. Legs looked human. Its arms looked human. In one hand it held a dagger. A cruel-looking thing with jagged edges and harsh angles. But its face. I will do my best to describe what it is I saw. But its features were so terrible, I don't know if our language can convey just how horrible it was to look upon it. Its jaw was pointed... Uh, its jaw was pointed like and long, pointed like, I got it, I got it. Its jaw was pointed like and long, stretching to its own clavicle. Its milky and waxy skin made harsh 90 degree angles at its cheekbones. The thing was smiling at her. Rows of razor sharp teeth that were easily as long as my finger filled a cavernous mouth. There was no nose on the thing's face, for in its place was a smooth, flat, waxy skin. Round almond sockets set deep inside its skull with nothing but black pits at their centers. No white in its eyes, just deep, black pits. Then suddenly, its face shifted, angles rearranging, making the crack of bone and snap of tendon, and its whole face changed. Its forehead rounded, a nose sprouted from its face, and its eyes moved forward in its skull. The girl just stood there, motionless. And then, in front of me was standing Aldridge. I remembered him. I, I couldn't move, though. I just had to watch as my husband smiled and moved the knife up to the woman's throat. That smile. Those eyes. There was no mistaking that it was him. I saw him cut her throat, spilling deep, red, arterial fluid across himself. Its milky, his milky white skin turning red as the bricks of Seif's market square. Blood flowed over him, and he stared at the woman, continuing to smile as she stood in place. I wanted to tell him no, but he wouldn't listen. He couldn't hear, or he didn't want to. And then he turned the blade on himself, I saw the sharp point pierce his neck. Spraying viscera in the shower of red over me. That was all one sentence. Mm -hmm. Sorry. No, it's fine. I just stood there, helpless to move. The woman collapsed on the ground in a heap, followed shortly by the being who had assumed the form of my Aldridge. But the woman, her empty eyes staring up at me, that's when I felt it in my stomach. My girl. My baby. Ornella. It was you. Do you want me to read 22? Yeah, I think we've heard it before, but yeah. It's the last entry. There's no date. I lost so much blood. The midwife said he had not heard me screaming. Oh, uh, yeah. And that the baby inside me would have, would have died. No, hold on. I lost so much blood. The midwife said, had she not heard me screaming... Uh, that the baby inside me would have died. Ornella, I'm sorry to have done this to you. Whatever is waiting for you, I won't let it take you. I won't let him take you. That was... She wrote all that? I guess. <sighs> I should have listened to you, Ophelia. And he just starts, like, openly weeping now. He, like, he's just got his head in his hands, and he's just crying to himself. 
lost in sorrow and pain. Orzak is... He's looking at Ornella in a weird way. And Ornella is looking at her father in a weird way. I push... I go where he's weeping, and I basically cuff the top of his head. We hear a loud, like, smack of, like, your knuckles raking against his forehead. Look at me. (laughs) Stop your mewling. Is Ornella your daughter? Do you know it? He... He shakes his head yes. Your wife was visited by a man with your face. It was just a dream. We know that those dreams are real. Harbeck is just looking down at the ground. I'm so sorry. I don't deserve... I don't. And he, like, stands up at once, and he just lunges at you, Orzok. Um, uh, strength check, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Um, he rolled a nine? Yeah, I beat that. Okay. He, he He's, like, going at your throat. He's, like, trying to swing at you. And you hear him, like, muffled. He's like, just kill me! I... Um, so he's lunged at Orzok mm-hmm. and his back is to me mm-hmm. and just very calmly and very quietly I come up behind him and I stab him <laughs> in the back <laughs> I'm kind of like holding him away you know and I'm not even aware of what's happening yeah and, and but he's like his his arms stop flailing and he starts like being more limp and I, I kind of look and I and I I don't know, he falls down and I see a knife in his back. I look at... I'm not getting involved. (laughs) I was like... And he he just dies. Like, he doesn't have any... He just... You you see his breathing and then it just stops. Harbeck never looks up. I take the, um, the weapon out of his back and I wipe the blood on my pants. And I drop the weapon next to him, and I walk away. Ornella, wait. Please. I stop. I think we need to wake the speaker. I think you need to travel within. I need to what? There's a way for them to... If you eat... I don't remember. I I like to run and fight. I'm not a... Can I please it's a way for have you to, a moment? You can journey in. I just killed my own father. And we still have to kill Gargatloth. We're hot on his heels. If they can get to us, we can get to them. Orzok, I trust you. And I want... I want answers as badly as the rest of us, but I... I understand. I'm I'm sorry. Very well. And I walk away. I go find a, a scout. And, uh, well, I basically say keep eyes on her. So uh, you you go to turn, because this is all kind of happening. You're all here together. And you turn now to leave Ornella. This exchange with Orzok happens. Um, you refocus on leaving and going to wherever it is you were. And you see Davery, like, with his hands um, on the fence, Eyes wide open, mouth agape. And he like locks eyes with you for a second. And then he just turns his head and walks away. Cool. Uh, no, it's, a little, it's just a little fratricide. It's no big deal. Yeah, I mean, this, <clears throat> this went hard. I mean... Th- th- her mom's name's Ophelia, for Christ's sake. This right. is like, 
Shakespearean as fuck. <laughs> right. Um, no joking. All right. But uh, so Orzog, you go to fetch some scouts. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I find a, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's a guy people on, on guard patrol. Duty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scalefather. I want you. Let it be known. Keep eyes on Ornella. If she tries to leave, come get me. Wake me, whatever. Yes, Scalefather. Harbeck, where do you go? So Harbeck never actually left the room. He's just been standing there with his eyes to the ground. Um, he goes over to the corpse and he whispers a healing word. Um, dead, 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 dead. Okay. You would need to. I mean, if you have a resurrect spell, I don't have that many diamonds. Um, yeah. Otherwise, he's super, super dead. Well, but, and I'll I'll come back and okay to so where yeah, Harbeck yeah. is. Yeah. So um, may, so maybe you see that Harbeck is trying to apply some amount of first aid to Aldridge. I didn't mean to laugh at that. I, I don't know that we'll I don't know that we could use him anymore it's just not good practice to kill your prisoners old man what do you think Varentoid has been an element in Ornella's life for more than we realized. He's been at this game a long time. We know now that they have the ability to affect us through dream. I thought the same thing you did. Couldn't possibly be her real father, but as her mother's diary points out, that her hair is the hair of her father's. The resemblance is clear. I'm not... This isn't in an in a way to I'm just perhaps she has the power to deal with this because of whatever has been gifted to her through her mother Toy doesn't there's no whatever seed is inside her that is the plan it seems yes she is to take over the new world War is complicated. I don't know anymore what we should be fighting for. If we have the enemy from below and the enemy across the way for us, I I don't know, Morzak. This person, this Balarot, can we speak with him? We need counsel. I'm fully convinced that we could stave this off if we are they aware of this is this some does this I don't even care what its name is this creamy liar he has he tried this before and every other time that the world's ended he's like I would have I would have done it if it weren't for you pesky whatevers what I'm trying to say is are they are the are the eternal ones or whatever the hell they're called are they aware that this one is planning an attack that is unusual. For beings of that caliber, they're mostly aware of each other's presence. It would be hard for him to conceal such powers. I'm, um, what I'm saying is maybe they're going to kill the world because they know he's going to launch an attack from it. Maybe their, their, their failsafe is against Gargatloth. That's what I'm saying. And not us. Once again, you say things much clearer than I do. I have high wisdom. You rolled well. In either case, we need to know. We need to know more. We don't know enough. We can talk with Balarat. Where is the war council to take place? Uh, on the northern, at the northern edge of, of the southern uh, wastes, as they're called. If we can go a bit further, we can make it into the Queen's Wood. And there's where Balarat resides. Would Balarat attend our council? I could pray for it. One other thing. <clears throat> what I attempted to ask Onella to do, journey within, there is a way that through, through 
the right roots and the speaker can make a broth and if she drinks it, she Drugs? can travel within. I'm in. She can, she may be able to learn more about herself than she would ever know. And this is important. I've been guilty too many times of trying to tell Ornella what she should do, what's best. She does need to start making these decisions herself. I'm afraid that, as you pointed out, if I try to hold on too tightly, that things may turn for, well, the turn the way that Baron Toyd would like. You hear deep in the back of your mind, Harbeck, uh, Balara just whispering, just a, just whispering to you the lyrics to Hold On Loosely by Molly Hatchet. I, actually, that's 38 or Special. 38 Special, sorry. It's okay. I'm here for you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and he gets to the chorus, and then it slowly fades. Cut over to the, or Sorry, if you had something. One last thing. Yep, yep, yep. This isn't asking her to do something for you. If she wants to know who she really is, this is a, it's a possible way. People deal with trauma on their own schedule. Something I don't know very well. I think we we cut over to Ornella. Um, are you just where are you headed now? So she's walking through this she's camp, walking. and it's like in movies when somebody is on like really hard drugs for the first time, and like they're like walking down a hallway and like the hallway is like spinning and like sounds are being relatively like small sounds normal sounds are being like echoed really loudly and Mm -hmm. it's very like it's super trippy Mm -hmm. so she's got this very like trippy vision going on and she's not necessarily walking in a straight line and, and she's kind of all over the place and she keeps like reaching out for things that aren't there and she's like mumbling just nonsense under her breath and and she goes and she grabs her pack and she just starts running out like into the canyon okay so i think we uh we see uh, we see ornella just run into the darkness of the night of the i guess early 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 morning yeah, yeah, so yeah. still technically the night and uh we we hear god damn it and uh see Davery like try to mess with his medicine pack and he like drops a bunch of bottles and he goes to pick them up and he's like no oh, fuck it and just like starts sprinting um after you the the zoom kind of pulls out further and we see um the scout uh with his spear look and watch as you run away and he uh trots in the opposite direction towards Orzok we uh we so you you run for 10 10 ish more minutes um before you hear Hey, 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 wait, Ornella, hey, uh, quick, I can't run much farther. Do you talk? She stops. She doesn't turn around. Okay, 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 okay. She pinches, like, between her eyes. Oh my god, you are so fast. You are so fast. Ornella, listen. Um, uh, fuck, sorry. Uh, just give me a second. <sighs> fuck, Christ. Um, listen, okay. Um, are you okay? I slap him square across the face. <laughs> just, oh! <laughs> God. Oh! Uh, um. oh. Uh. And keep walking. No, okay. You know, keep walking. Yeah, I'll just... I'm just coming with you. This is what we're doing now. Um, where are we going? Nothing. Okay. Um, well, I guess uh, now's time for a little song. Hold on loosely. Hold on loosely. I turn around. <clears throat> and I kiss him. Oh. And then I let go, and I slap him one more time. Oh, it's like a classic. <laughs> I, it's like, this is cool. Look. Yeah, sorry. 
I I know that I know what what you are thinking and I know what you want to say and I I you don't want you don't want any of this anymore you you just watched me murder my father and 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 I've 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 done so many horrible horrible things in the in the in the last year of my life in my whole life really I I mean I I I burned someone's whole crop and I let the people of my own city starve because of because oh oh it was everything everything is my fault and 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 Ornella just keeps like rambling and ranting he like he very gently puts his hand on both your shoulders and he says it's Okay. Is it? Nods his head yes. My whole life, I have been fighting against bad people. Bad people. I've been trying to carve out just a slice of good in this world that's why I, I it's why I joined the guild that's why I wanted to leave my family so bad and Avery do you know what I'm bad there is something inside of me that is bad no and I don't know how to get rid of it and I think that I have come to the point where I just have to accept it no wait 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 you're look you're just you're just human okay you're just people make mistakes people burn down farms and maybe fewer farms maybe just a small section of a farm maybe whole farms okay but that but that doesn't you made choices and you have to accept those choices but you can make other choices too. Just because you made these choices over here doesn't mean you have to make these ones the same way over here. You're, you can do a lot. You're, you're great. Okay. You're just great. And I just, it makes me sad that you don't think you're great. Cause I think you're great. I, I keep using the word great and I wanted to use a different word, but I mean it. Uh, just uh, and to be fair your dad was a cunt I know and you've done a lot of good look at what all of you have helped do I mean think of how many people would not be here were it not for your intervention and Orzok and Harbeck coming in and helping people it mattered Matter to me. I'm here now. That's one choice. It wasn't a complete fuck up. Well, Davery, I'm glad that you're happy. Well, I mean, I, I want you to be happy. And I want you to feel like you can make your own choices. So if what would make you happy is to not be here, well, then do it. But... I think that's bullshit, but, but yeah. What would you do? Oh. <laughs> um. That was a horrible and disgusting noise. Avery. <laughs> Sorry. I know the echoes in the canyon are just, it's a lot of reverb. Uh, what would I do? I mean, fuck. Uh. <laughs> Not that, but I, I mean, only Avery. if you wanted. Sorry, right. Um, what would I do? I would try to make things right. I would try to like, I would try to do a little more good and just keep doing that until all the good good's been done. God, I don't know why I talk so bad. Avery, when we get back to Alal, I have a very, very, very large decision I have to make. Yep. One that would not be good for me, but 
could potentially be good for literally everyone else. Would, would you still feel the same way about me if I made that decision? He nods his head yes. It doesn't really change my mind, but it makes me feel a little bit better. Oh, thank God. Wait, so you're still leaving? No, don't leave, right? I'm not leaving. Oh, he just like wraps his arms around you and he's like, he is so sweaty. So sweaty. Just like unbelievably sweaty. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm realizing now that I'm... Oh, God. Oh, patting his back. That's a good... That's really a sound. sound. That's a sound for the Des Moines Dragons ASMR stream coming up afterwards. <laughs> no, he like he he goes and gives you the biggest bear hug and like squeezes you as tight as he can. And he says he like pulls back from you and he says, "Whatever decision you have to make, you're going to make the right one because you always do. Except that time you burned that farm down. That was wrong. But whatever, hindsight's 2020." 2020. But you'll you'll be fine. You got this. Why are you always so optimistic? Being pessimistic was something that my brother did. I turn uh, and I put my arm around his waist, and I we keep, we walk start to walk back. You've never told me much about your brother. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> Gregory. <laughs> He's, uh, he was great. He is great. He's great. He's great. And he, like, we just do this, like, fade out on, um, like, him regaling you about Gregory and, like, the the really dumb, boring hijinks these two poor kids would get into. And I think, like, um... So, Orzok is up on top of one of the canyon cliffs on a Takari with two, um with uh, two scouts on Takari's and Harbeck is sitting on the back of it. And I look, I, I kind of look over my shoulder at, at, uh, at Harbeck and I said, that boy is a bit of an idiot, but that idiot he boy, really, he truly loves her. That idiot boy may be the only thing that can save this world. I just threw up in my mouth a little. <laughs> well, it's a good thing. <laughs> I kind of, I'm just sitting there and we're looking at it. But the whole idea is that there's this innocent thing happening down here, and there's some skeptics up on a hill, mm -hmm. and we're watching. <laughs> but as soon as they turn back towards the the thing, we watch them go a little bit, and then we disperse. But we never make our presence known. Awesome. I that's so cool. I kind of figured that's what you would do. I li I like that. That was good. You're like the two old men uh, in the Muppets who always just sit up in Statler the Statler and <laughs> at Waldorf. Yeah, Waldorf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but way more there. ripped. Just yeah. Way more glistening. Ripped old Not dudes. Not so felty. Ripped old dudes. Not so felty. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Oiled felt would look bad. Oh, it would just look wet. Imagine just the like smell. Just, ugh. All right. Enough. We smelt it, felt it. If I hadn't have already named this episode All Rolls, I would name it Wet Felt. <laughs> nice. You're fucking welcome. Uh, so I, I think that's a good spot to kind of oh, like no. close out on this like scene. Mm -hmm. So sure. These um, are real tears. These aren't laugh tears. Oh no. The, <laughs> the next Maybe. the next uh the next scene's gonna be rad. So we we have uh so it's it's in the middle of the day, and um, one of the uh, the Tosric, uh, you guys are milling about doing whatever, helping put together things. It's one more day until the um, uh, war council meeting, and the uh, uh, one of the Tosric comes up to you, Orzak, and says, um, uh, "Our people live in part." due to your timely intervention. We have gifts that we would like to present to you, Orzak, to you, Ornella, and to you, Harbeck. 
at, would, at fire tonight. And so it shall be then. And he uh, just nods his head a little bit and kind of like trots away. Um, what uh, what else? Do you guys have anything then? We, we could so FF if, to the if, night? Or... If we're all standing there. Yeah, you are. I look at I look at Ornella and kind of size her up in the in the uh, how her state of mind is, and I look at her and have you thought about what I said? Yes. I I want to do it. Whatever it takes. Come with me. We start rather quickly walking over to the speaker's tent. Because uh, everything's like getting packed up and stuff. We're running out of time. And it's like, uh, what was the speaker's name again? Well, it's uh, uh, it's, it's a title, but it's Akish. 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 Yes, uh, Orzak. Scalefather Orzak. Scalefather Orzak. My apologies. He de- he bows his head in shame. And I look at Ornella and I say, she wishes to travel within. Uh, he it must looks, be done. He looks to protest for a half second, but not only does he read your face pretty easily, but he also recognizes his uh, um, disrespect that he showed to you. I will gather the things. Uh, have make yourself comfortable inside of the tent. Um, I also want to request, no, order you to allow Davery to assist with the proceedings. Please. Uh, very well. Just know that it can be dangerous with more people. Minds melding in this way in the ether can be it can be difficult to untangle them afterwards I it will be care. done it will be done it will be done he turns quickly and trots over to his uh he's got a takari that has a bunch of um satchels and bags hanging from it and he's reaching inside and gathering stuff so i take ornella's hand very gently and i see her into the tent and uh Harbeck, would you hand me that pillow over there? Yes. And we start making this really kind of, it's a very paternal nest kind of thing. And here, just sit down very comfortably. Sit down, please. I'm okay. And she gets, seat, seat her in the position and, and, uh, um, boy, I look, lean out the tent. Boy, I yell at a little young bear booty. Fetch, fetch me a skin of water. Okay. So I dig into my bag and I pull out the brooch that Davery made me and I attach it to myself somehow. Um, drink as much of this now as you can. <clears throat> chug, chug. Habeck, will you make sure she's comfortable? I'll, I, I'll be back. Yes. So I leave the tent. Um, Without this is not, not you don't know this. Okay. I'm looking at Tim and and Charity. <laughs> I get four of my best totem warriors and like a handful of scouts, and I have them surround the tent. I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, and give them orders. I say, only attack if I say so. They all like they they all are exchanging glances, but no one says anything they their silence is their agreement and then i basically uh take you know vigil right in the front right in front of the door and i wait for the speaker to get all his stuff and do his thing i don't go back into the tent harbeck makes sure that ornella is comfortable and has all the pills that she needs and everything and um then um, he speaks to her and says, um, Ornella, I've, I've done sort of similar things to this, and um, I can tell you it's all set and setting. You have to be in the right mindset and in the right setting. Okay. Where are you now? In the Barabundi camp. And where is your mind? In the Barabundi camp. Remember that. I'm going to be outside, but we'll never leave. 
and Harbeck. Do you um, guys go get Davery? Or is he with you? Speaker yeah. or the... Um, the kid? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the... the the speaker should oh, be right. going to get him. Right. Yeah. Okay. So speaker comes back <laughs> and is dragging Davery, and he's like, "What is hat? Okay, uh, Orzok, what?" When he, as he passes, I put my hand on his shoulder. Do, <laughs> do not be with her. Keep us safe. Uh, hold on loosely, and do everything, but don't let her go. Let's hold on loosely, boy. One thing I'll say, do everything the speaker says without question and without pause. Uh, this is an honor. Yeah. Or yes. I trust you. <coughs> Make me proud. No prob. God. Make me proud. I will. Get in there. Okay. And he like stumbles into shove. the tent. And he's like, oh, hey. Uh, hey. And the speaker has Davery uh, motions for him to sit on some pillows. He makes himself comfortable. Um, the speaker has ground up a bunch of herbs in a mortar and pestle and uh, takes uh, a little bit of burned charcoal and rubs it around the lip of the uh, the pestle, right? I feel like I'm about to do ayahuasca. Uh, yeah. It's kind of, yeah. kind of. <laughs> like 100%. It's kind of magical ayahuasca, so like... Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare to throw up. Yeah. <laughs> nice. The follow-up episode is Ornella starts her own commune. The Joe, the jo, the Jornella. Jamie, pull that up. Gormella. <laughs> the Gormella Rogan podcast. <laughs> you could just get a bunch of alt writers on. Never mind. Anyway, that's a separate podcast. Uh, so real quick, Harbeck steps outside and he just lets all of his hair down. He takes off whatever armor is on and he takes a kneeling pose. And then he uses a sacred flame to just light a um, small candle that he has in his pack, sets it in front of him, and he holds on to both holy symbols. And he prays to Balrat really quickly and says, we're about to do some shit, and um, we need people good at boundary crossing for help. Uh, you, you, you sense his presence and that he acknowledges your, uh, your, your prayers. So we, we come back into the tent, I, and it... I just love the idea that he comes out and he starts doing that, and literally, he doesn't... I mean, but there's soldiers yeah. circling this tent. It's like, I yeah. love the, this, the differences. Yeah, Harbeck Sorry, silhouetted by the light of right. the tent opening right in front of the, the hearth. So we come inside the tent, and it's a orange, low-light tent, and it feels like it should be night. It is the middle of the day. Um, and uh, he hands you this... Uh, uh, mortar or the pestle is it the pestle that's the container yes hands you the pestle and says um, uh, drink from this uh, one one mouthful and no more I do so and then he hands it over to Davery and gives him the same instructions <clears throat> oh fuck Davery's doing this with me okay uh, the speaker <laughs> the speaker says now concentrate on the fire and don't stop concentrating on the fire uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I didn't prepare for this, so uh, fuck it. All right, so we see the... The speaker says that? No, that was Paul. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the speaker, and I was like, nope. uh, what the fuck am I going to do? No, just Paul. Just Paul. Okay, cool. So just we Paul. So we, we see as... Uh, it can be whatever you want, Paul. On the left side is we see Ornella of the screen we've got this cool uh, almost like a Wes Anderson style like shot where it's the two people silhouetted on either side of the screen and they're, they are in silhouette surrounded by this fire and slowly um, the room starts to ripple and fade and eventually the walls start to disappear and float away and we come to uh the the scenery begins to change and all of a sudden like buildings start to appear and you start recognizing smells like dirty smells of a city um smells of manure and of body odor and uh um the fire that's sitting at the center begins to uh fade into the foreground a little bit and we see Davery's focus and concentrate and the fire becomes a little more noticeable now and and just it's vaguely there but um everything else you suddenly are transported into inside of alal again 
I look around. You were, it, you're at your family's estate. And and it's not burned to the ground? Nope. And Davery's there with me? Yeah. He's got the same look on his face, like, what the fuck? And everything looks, you know, as it was. It looks... Is it coming in sharp? It's... Uh, have you seen the movie Annihilation? No. So there's this really cool effect that they use in that movie when they go into the zone. Oh, it's like a soap bubble or like an oil patch. Oh, right. Okay. So, you know, yeah. it creates that the when you look at a oil or a soap bubble, there's that sheen of rainbow colors. Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. kind of that texture all over in your vision. So everything is vaguely dreamlike, mm-hmm. but also it is tangible and feels real. So it's a little different than the experiences that we've had previous to this with entering into dreams. Right. This is this is a different, different channel. Yeah. We're riding a different wave. I turn and I look at Davery and I grab his hand. Yeah. And he's like yeah, solid he's, he's and there. like there. He's tangible. Okay, cool. And we go, I walk towards the front door of my family's estate. The the door, and yeah, it's, it's there. The knocker is there. Um, the... <laughs> <laughs> And the door handle, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and the uh, the uh, the one of the house servants opens the door. Ah, um, welcome, uh, uh, Mr. Sandoval and Mrs. Sandoval. How good of you to to come. Yes, uh, we wouldn't miss it. Oh, very good. Uh, Master and uh, Ms. Zambridge are uh, just getting ready. <laughs> the baby is uh, on its way, I'll have you know, so it's quite an exciting time here. And Of course, yes. Um... Won't you come with me to the parlor then? Okay, yes. So he escorts you inside, and uh, you, this is the estate that you remember, the tall uh, walls that end in these big heavy wood framing that are open ceilings. We've got fancy chandelier and this fancy carpet. Um, animal skins and whatnot Mm -hmm. and he sets you down in the parlor and it's as it was Uh, you require any drink Um, water or wine yes wine would be lovely thank you oh wine for me too as well also i wink at davery uh very good master sandoval mrs sandoval and he turns and leaves and davery looks at you who are we No idea. Just play along, okay? We're another noble family from Alal. Okay. What what do nobles look like? Or what do they do? Just be cool. Okay, perfect. Let me do the talking. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Okay. Oh, no. Hey! Er... And you see he notices uh, your father, who's quite a bit younger than last you saw him. He looks several years younger. Uh, He is up at the top stairs and calls down, "Ah, (laughs) Master Sandoval, Ms. Sandoval, so good of you to join me here. I'm sorry. Uh, Ophelia isn't feeling well. She's not going to be joining us today. But uh, I'm happy to entertain while you're in the city. Why don't I show you around the grounds? Oh, Ophelia, not feeling well. It's been a difficult pregnancy. She's, she's just not feeling well. So I uh, apologies for the impropriety, but she'll just uh, she'll be resting. My sister uh, knows has had her fair share of rough pregnancies. Uh, I know a thing or two. Do you think it would be too much if I spoke with Miss Sambridge? Maybe. Gave her a oh a tip or two. You can you can take uh, take the old man here out and out and show him your your lovely stables. Uh, yes. Uh, Davery says that, and uh, <laughs> Aldridge looks at him, furrows his brow. Yes, I I suppose. Why not? Yes, uh, Master Sandoval, please uh, let me show you to the horses. And they they stand up and are walking out of the room. Davery turns and looks at you and winks. 
and like keeps walking out and you have the the parlor to yourself now oh i uh i look around the parlor and it looks like how it would have Mm -hmm. cool i want to go find uh old mamio so you walk up the steps or the staircase that you know that you, when you were a kid, you would run down screaming You'd slide down the banister. It's mm-hmm. where your brother broke his leg when he slid down the banister uh, on a dare. You get up to the top set of the top, uh, top floor and then look down the hallway to where you expect the master bedroom to be. And you see the door is just cracked slightly ajar. I knock, uh, gently. Aldridge? No. Uh, little old me. Uh, Sorry, Missy, is that you? Yes. I'm sorry, I'm not well. If you'll excuse my dress, you can come in. No worry, don't don't worry about it. Aldridge said you weren't feeling well. What's going on? So you, uh, do you come in at this point or are you still talking from outside the door? I'm still talking from outside the door. Uh, It's just under the weather. Are you sure you want me to come in? Why not? I take a deep breath and uh, walk in and look at her for the first time. Yeah. She locks eyes with you and there is a deep flash of recognition that comes across her face. (laughs) Missy... Pardon me for... And she just keeps staring at you. Like, she's trying to figure out where she recognizes you from, but can't quite place it. Can I get you a glass of water? Uh, no, I I have have all that I need here. And she gestures to the... There's a nightstand next to her bed that has a, a jug of water, and there's a goblet there next to it that's full of water. Please sit down. Tell me what, uh, how was your trip into the city? Uh, well, it was, uh, pretty smooth. Uh, we have a new horse and this was our, our first, uh, excursion. Oh, my, uh, my father raised horses. I know. Um, I mean, I've heard that you are quite fond of horses. Mm hmm. So, um, I, I was telling Aldridge in the parlor that m- my sister has had a, b- both of her children. Um, she had rough pregnancies. W- what are your What are your symptoms? Oh, uh, she she looks like she is going to say something. She retreats and then she says like a default answer. Oh. Uh, just terrible illness in the morning and I'm just tired all the time. What were you going to say? <laughs> Missy, it's... And I'm looking right at her. It's just us girls? I don't come into the city much. Uh, it's very lonesome. Uh, you know, uh, my husband is working and, and, and keeping our estate running. Suddenly her face becomes extremely serious and grim. And, uh, what was once a mask of kind of pleasant, uh, amicability is replaced by a serious, uh, non-expression. There's something happening I can feel it. When I go to sleep, I go places. I go and I see things that I know are real. Like a dream? No. No, a a dream. It's hard to describe, but it feels so real. Like it's happening. And then I... I sit on the the bed next to her, which is... Strange, you know, your friends don't usually just climb into bed with you. Yeah. (laughs) Missy, I... 
I I saw I saw and then she takes her hand and puts it on her um, pregnant stomach something wants her and it's not going to get her do you understand um I think so I'll edit that out. Uh, had a huge that, stomach growl. No, that's the like we want. Her. Yeah, that's like <laughs> yeah, the demon from beyond. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well. Anyway. <clears throat> um. He's milky white. She immediately like s- like sits up in her bed and scoots away from you. Who are you? Tell me who you are. With big, dark pits for eyes. No, you're him again. This is a dream. No, listen to me. I can't explain it. It it wouldn't make any sense at all, but... But I know of him. No. No. You know. This is another trick. Know this. I will die before I let you have her. I will give everything to make sure that she is okay. I know. I know. I don't I don't know what to do to make you trust me, but know that I I have I just want answers. Who is he? Why does he want her? If I play if I play along it goes. She mumbles to herself. You make out the words. If I play along, it goes away. She steals herself. And then she says, She's... He says that my... He says that Ornella is too important. Important how? And she will undo him. Did this start when you first found out you were pregnant? She nods her head. She nods her head, yes. Can I ask you something kind of personal? She like looks up and locks eyes with you and her eyes uh, are welled with tears. Is she his? She nods her head yes and just starts crying. Why are you crying? I just wanted... I don't want... I don't want anything horrible to happen to her. And I feel like... I feel like it has to. But I won't let it. I go to her and, like, grab her and, like, hold her like a child almost. And I just... Again, I don't know how to make you believe this or how to get you to trust me, but I'm telling you now that nothing bad is going to happen to her. She she wipes tears from her eyes and she says, She is Aldridge's. I can tell. She has his spirit in him. Her. His spirit in her. Of course. Does Aldridge see him too? She shakes her head no. He tries in ways that men do, but he doesn't he doesn't understand. Who are you? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I I just want to help you feel better. I can't explain it. But I do. Is there anything else? She shakes her head no. And then we hear from downstairs, oh, This is a nice bear! It's a bear. Right? It's my husband. 
Um, he and Aldridge must be back from um, from the stables. She wipes her eyes. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, listen, I, I can't explain. This is all so strange. And if you knew what my last few weeks have been like, that's saying something. I, I'm still like holding her and I just squeeze probably harder than you should squeeze a pregnant lady. Bloop. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You give birth to yourself. Welcome to the dilemma. She, she embraces you and she says, be strong. Okay. You too. Don't let those bastards get you down. I hope that you're proud of me, uh, of her. I am. And then suddenly, like, the flame that has sort of been ambient in your peripheral vision this entire time suddenly begins to grow in strength. And the increase in the strength of the flame causes the world around you to become translucent. And uh, she puts her hand on your knee and she says, I am very proud of you. Cool. And then suddenly, like, you come hurtling back into reality, like you've been catapulted a million miles an hour into your own body. And you just hear Davery go, holy fuck! <laughs> and then he just starts projectile vomiting onto the speaker. Who mistake? <laughs> and uh, so that happens. And then we're going to take a quick break, hop into part three. So everyone, don't go anywhere. We're (laughs) going to be right back with the last part of the last recorded episode of Des Moines and Dragons. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. (laughs) 